transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Straighten the mic, straighten the mic. Oh, la croix. That's right. Passion fruit. They may not pay us, but I still give them my money. Hey, it's good stuff. <laughs> I like myself a good old can of la croix. He has, uh, he has passion fruit. I have pamplemousse. Ooh. You Ooh. know, <laughs> the thing about la croix <laughs> is it just makes you feel fancier. It makes you feel fancy, and you get a French accent. I feel like I'm in the Ratatouille. Ugh. Ugh. Very nice. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now try and do that the whole podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Old Hot Radio. Old Hot. <laughs> Matinee edition. And we are here to talk about uh, Lucas's Gaming Minute. All Lucas's right. fucking Gaming Minute. Yes, we have a we sample. Finally did. That's the first time we've appropriately used it. <laughs> Man, hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Seriously, thanks for work. thanks for stopping by again this week. What? Uh, I, I I haven't looked. I think this is either seventy nine or maybe episode eighty. I think it might be eighty. Yeah, is get, it? We're getting close. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly check. I do have a few things to talk about on the gaming minute, though. Um, starting with one gaming? of our. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we have to we use it correctly once. Yeah. <laughs> It's really just easy to abuse this is, these things. This though. is seventy nine. Oh wait, that's the, that's the copying contemplation. Hey, <laughs> so episode seventy nine, Madden Edition. Seventy nine. That's right. We're so, as old as, uh, well, somebody else who was seventy nine. A lot of people. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> so um, I had more steam when I was before it came out of my mouth. So uh, gaming we, minute. Gaming minutes. <laughs> So many, so many one-ups, man. So, well, you know, you got to stay on top of it. Yeah, stay on top of it. Can't lose. So, um, one of our favorite franchises made a recent release, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD released. So, um, I'm playing that. It's a really good time. I'm a big Legend of Zelda guy. And I don't really remember much of Skyward Sword. Mostly because it was sort of janky. It was on the Wii. And it was so janky that on stage when they revealed the motion control element of it, it broke on stage, <laughs> I didn't know that. and and it wasn't like a scripted sequence. Like a lot of these, a lot of the developers will make like a scripted thing, and they'll like look like they're playing out the actions during the presentation, yeah, but they're not yeah. really. They were doing it live, and it just was bugging on them, and it was so. It's the you can still find it online. It's one of the cringiest things you can watch. <laughs> and but they re-release it. It's a very good remake. Nice. Okay. And um, <clears throat> me and Jared were just nerding out about Legend of Zelda music before we started recording. Um, such, such epic music. It, it's so good. But uh, we, I told him, he's playing Breath of the Wild right now. There was a trailer for the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. that released. And it harkens almost to one of my favorite, or it harkens to two of my favorite Legend of Zelda games. I can say, outside of Breath of the Wild, Skyward Sword is really good. Breath of the Wild is the best one ever made, in my opinion. But Skyward Sword's really good. And this one pays homage to it in multiple ways. But it also seems like it's going for the sort of unsettling horror-esque element from oh. Majora's Mask. Okay. Which, I fucking love Majora's Mask. It's not the best Legend of Zelda game, but it has, like, such a unique element to it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why people really dig that game. I don't necessarily think it's uh, gameplay-related or... Yeah. Uh, some, a lot of times, I think I think there's just elements to the story. It's so that, different. That brought like yeah, exactly. It was just different than other Legend of Zelda uh, sort of properties. Of yeah. Time, yeah, and it's like it's got an extremely isolated story. Quickly, quickly before we we move on, uh, is your is your audio running? I can't even hear you. I don't even know. Oh, I think I heard you a bit now. There we go. There we go. Okay. Perhaps I just got to put the mic right up to my face. <laughs> This is acting weird, isn't it's it? It's been finicky. Classic old heart radio, though. Classic. I, 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 can, I can hear you now. We leave it in. 
Um, no, but it has a ver- <laughs> it has a very unique story to it, and I think doing a sequel to Breath of the Wild and taking some of that vibe and running with it, mm. I'm down. Oh, for so, sure. Queued up because we are in person again. Uh, we have the sequel to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild trailer uh, from straight from Nintendo Direct. Let's pump it up. Pump it up. Here's the music. It's great. It's only a minute and a half. Let's see if we can capture it. Oh, oh. it's a Nintendo Switch game, huh? It is a Nintendo <laughs> Swatch game. <laughs> I just discovered for the first time my friend code on the, on Nintendo Switch. Dude, I'm... So, <laughs> me and Kate have been super into our Switch lately. And I'm actually going to go buy a Switch Lite. Yeah. So we can battle each other in Pokemon. Oh, that's fucking legit. And then we will... Oh, oh here, we need to troubleshoot. Troubleshooting. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> Oh, there we go. Classic. That's more reliable. Is there no audio? What the fuck? Why isn't there audio? Classic old heart radio. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Leave it in. We're going to just see if this, unplugging this helps. Oh, that's it. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You know. Now we pump it up. Tech issues are just part of using tech, man. <laughs> it's just part of tech, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. But- I mean, there are quite a few, like, when, when we were kind of formulating this episode, there are quite a few things that we're, we're going to queue up. Oh, my God. Just in general. What the fuck? Uh, so just hit the internal speaker. Oh, my God. What is happening? All right, here we go. Maybe. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation. Okay, here. Uh... <laughs> This is it's all about it's all about the goddamn sound. I am gonna cut the most of this out. Yeah, we have to cut most of this out. We'll, we'll, you should you should we'll pick it back up right before. You should cut we... it hard with some static, like, <laughs> and then bring it right back. Oh my god, this this stinking thing! Oh my god, it was it was there for just a brief moment. I could see it, it for some reason has the uh, this highlighted for output audio. What? Instead of the internal, shenanigans of the internal speakers, which doesn't make any sense because we're not using anything on here. What the fuck? What the f, Trebek? <sighs> this, this, this fucking. Thing. Are you shitting me, dude? Maybe we should yeah. just start over. <laughs> yeah, this is just crazy. Well, I mean, it's just as easy to cut it out. Fair enough. It, yeah, it's just a. Uh, at this point. Uh, Jesus cripes, man. What the fuck? Pop up already. Oh, it's just, it's behind. It refuses to uh, show itself. Show me. What? Let's see. Swear to me. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> see, perfect. There we go. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. So, and on the clap, we're back. All right. And <laughs> hey, hey, we sorted out our technical difficulties. Hey, all right. Let's watch. <laughs> let's watch this fucking trailer. The sequel. Here's the thing that I think is hilarious. It's still unnamed. It's sequel to the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah. The, the official the, the title official on the on the video here, and, the, the, and this is the E3 2021 teaser release. So, yeah, yeah, just sequel to the Legend of Zelda. Which, one. dude, I'm still pumped. That's Take as long, funny. and it it looks great. Here, let's watch it. Yeah, as long as you make a dope game, that there we go. Fine. Audio. You don't even need to give us a name in the end. Yeah. Super capture. Boom. Look at that shit. <laughs> this is some horror shit right here. Already, yeah. Fucking Dude, old. Yeah, it's like what is that? Is that? It looks like uh, the MCU's. Eight, yeah. Eight, either, either. Look at that shit. Do you just just skydiving? Look at this! It's fucking floating islands. Oh shit! <laughs> Dude, what the f? Hyrule has some shit going on, man. Oh, a stone Talos with a bunch of dudes on top of it. So that that that's the things of wow. I mean, a flamethrower. This game. What the heck, man? So you so are you going from like Sky Island to Sky Island? You think? 
I think it it looks like because they said they're going to use the same world as Breath of the Wild, yeah. but they were going to add to it. It looks like the Sky Island is going to be like a new area above the surface. Yeah. And you can see Hyrule Castle lifting lifting up at the end. Yeah, just like completely out of the ground. Yeah. That's just fucking crazy, man. I know. It's like, and it's such a fucking hype trailer as well. And it just like, every shot they've shown so far has been gorgeous too. It's, like, there is a, there is a reason for everything being showed. And then just like. 2022. That's yeah. when it's coming out. So it's just, it actually is coming out next year. Yeah. That's fucking wild. No one knows when. Oh, I gotta catch my breath. From that wild. I know. Breath of, <laughs> that breath of the breath, wild. Breath, but I gotta catch my breath of the wild game. Dude, there. it uh, looks <laughs> sick. That does. That, that'll be interesting. And man. I love, I love, we just get, it looks great. We got nothing from that trailer. Oh, no. You don't know anything <laughs> about the storyline, really. You don't, except for at some point, Hyrule Castle seems to lift straight off the fucking ground. Which is probably one of the first things that happens. Probably. Pro- exactly. I, I imagine... I imagine that's part of like the whole setup for the game, you know. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of people like going into it, like how you're playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, Link doesn't have the Sheikah slate, like his arm is like partially tech now or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's it's very interesting. I'm excited to see what comes of it, and I mean like, they've put out a few breath like a uh, few games recently. Whether it's Skyward Sword HD that just released. Link's Awakening was a few years ago. They remade that, which that's from like the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. And but they did it in like a cool like claymation animation style. Okay. And then they did uh recently there was Hyrule Warriors, uh Age of Calamity, which is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, made by a different developer. So it has oh. like beat 'em up style combat rather than like yeah. the Breath of the Wild sort of combat. Oh, I might have to check that one out then. Yeah, me and my girlfriend are playing it because <laughs> it's multiplayer. Oh, cool. It's not like an open world. It's like you're locked into areas with like 500 enemies yeah. and just like a ridiculously overpowered Master Sword and oh, yeah. you can just shred people. Dude, I'm, I actually do. I probably do need to check that out. Yeah. That sounds fun. So, yeah, that's, I mean, it's just been a fun time to be a Legend of Zelda fan and I wanted to highlight that. Yeah, it's cool that they're, you know, I mean, off the, I'd say it's always been a popular franchise, but. Always. It's, but this was, the, this was the, the 35th year. Oh, man, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Off the off the popularity of Breath of the Wild, it seems like they're finally like expanding uh, it a little more rapidly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, which I think that it's smart because they finally realize that. It's, I mean, there's like it's a good time for it. You can yeah. really push out multiple different types of games. Well, I think what's what's like, interesting and what's smart is that you see the whole like there are holes being poked in how games are being developed right now. You see Call of Duty where they're pumping out a game every fucking year. Yeah. That is relatively the same. Yeah. That's what that, that's like the thing that always gets me about those kinds of franchises yeah. where it's like it's it's always such a similar feeling game that it's exactly. like might as well just keep playing like the that's, gameplay from the That's other the one game. thing I'll give Destiny, one of my favorite franchises, is that they do they do consistent small updates. Okay. Like every three yeah, months yeah. or so. And then every, after a year after the previous expansion, there's a bigger one. Fair enough. But it's never anything... They're not like trying to sell you a whole new game. Yeah. I think that's it. The progress getting taken away from you hurts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it, exactly. It's like you get so far and you do so much in, in this one. And then like when they completely drop the further development. Yeah. And then just switch to another game. Like, exactly. Okay, so I do have to just start over... <laughs> from from nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's um? But I think Breath of the Wild, like Breath of the Wild, came out almost like five years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Put that in perspective, which is crazy to think. Yeah. But it's still enticing. It's like, still an enticing game. New people. I mean, like you know, I just picked it. Picked it. Yeah. Up, you know, and fuck, uh, I only played it like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's, but it's it seems like it's still as captivating and as fun to play as the day it dropped. Yeah. You know, what's so interesting. I think breath of the wild will succeed from this. I think, um, I think what I think, uh, the wind waker also mm-hmm. succeeds in this. The future of gaming is not in making hyper realistic faces and making real looking people. No. These eventually that shit will age. It can yeah. look great now, but in five years it'll be like, Oh, there's another technology. Totally. It's totally. not photorealistic, but it's nearly there. Yeah. But, like, if you go for a distinctive art style that has a different appearance, it becomes timeless. Definitely. And I Definitely. think, like, Breath of the Wild, it's not, like, it's not, like, surrealism or, like, super expressive art, but it's not photoreal, and it's not trying oh, yeah. to be. It's made it 
like I've seen games that released in 2017, like Breath of the Wild, that look terrible now. For sure. Yeah, for it's sure, like for sure. it's like why the fuck did you guys do this? Yeah. No, I agree with that. Like it's uh, and, that, and that can be said with a lot of different mediums at the moment. You know, I think for a really long time, things in like comics, for instance, you were seeing artists that were doing uh, more realistic versions of you know in terms of like uh you know trying to be more photorealistic in yeah. terms of like how they're drawing their their characters and their heroes and whatnot uh and it kind of works but it, in a way it takes away from the story so or yeah. it takes away ha- from how you interact with uh yeah. that media uh, in a, in, yeah and because, it depends on the story being told especially for comics it, it does um but the, 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 the a good point that is made in particular for comics i think it also works for like video games sometimes too because it's like you know you you would when it's more photorealistic when it looks more uh human in a way yeah uh you tend to put more human emotion into it and yeah so you start like putting putting that lens on if you will and like it, rather than like just saying like i'm keeping my imagination open the mythical element disappears exactly exactly and uh, or it can at least it can be dampened yeah uh, and so, yeah it's uh, it's just interesting yeah Oh, that said, before we wrap up the uh, the gaming minutes, uh, we uh, uh, I want to tell you, uh, Destiny Two yeah. goes is free to play, and at the mm. end of August, will be uh, they'll be launching uh, cross platform. Oh, so shit. we'll have to play together, man. Oh shit, that'd be interesting. The PlayStation yeah. and the Xbox coming together. <laughs> it's like the Avengers. It'll all be part of one family. One family. Yo, that have you been me. seeing all the family memes? I've been seeing so many of because F nine just kind of popped up on stream on some. Uh, Dude, it's know, getting memed hard. Well, of course, of course. I mean, like it's a fucking over the top Fast and Furious yeah. movie, but you know, there's been so much random stuff. So I don't know if you caught. I mean, I'm sure you did, but you like Vin Diesel a while ago in an interview was saying that his beef with The Rock was uh, oh. was mainly motivated by Vin Diesel trying to get The Rock to get a, bring a better performance to the set. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly, right? And The Rock retorted on cuz he's on that like Jungle Cruise media tour. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. He was getting he got asked about that statement and he, he just laughed. He like laughed at it and then basically was just like, you know, that's bull and you know, like he said something to the effect of like, I hope they do well with all the Fast and Furious movies that they'll make without me. <laughs> oh. Like, cuz I don't think he's planning on coming back. No. I can't blame him. Uh but yeah, there's there's been like a lot of like random like I think that attention as well as it being released uh, to streaming, has, yeah. has like kind of reinvigorated like dude like I Fast hope... and Furious, uh, not hatred necessarily but attention. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't think anybody in their right mind could hate Fast and Furious. I mean I I think people can I I don't I don't I'll disagree I think, with them. I think but... if you if you hate Fast and Furious you need to get off your fucking. Yeah. You're fucking high horse. You're called. We'll call you pretentious. Yeah, exactly. You're the same kind of person that would be like, I only watch Coen Brother films because they're the pinnacle of art. I'm taking a class Dude, on the Coen I, Brothers I right now. Coen Brother films, I love though. the Coen Brothers. They are the fucking epitome of cinema. But if that's like the only thing you can enjoy, yeah. you have a serious problem. Yeah, get the stick out of your ass. Get the stick out of your ass. <laughs> I was, I was talking to my girlfriend about like blockbusters versus like we watched Fargo. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. and. Which is such a fucking good movie. Incredible film. Yeah. Great. Well directed. I love that. It's like, it's like. And if you check out the FX series, by the way. I haven't. That they, that they did. It's like an, it's like a, each season's kind of, it's, it's, a, an, it's like an anthology in that way where yeah, it's yeah. like every, every season's different. Check it out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Very uh, much in the same vein. Fargo movie. Awesome. Incredible. Um, the constant utter undercutting of drama with the fucking Minnesota accents is just incredible. Exactly. It's so disarming. It's so disarming. <laughs> um, and so we were talking about like, ah, oh, it was a brilliantly, brilliantly written film, everything like you don't get this as much in blockbusters. And Kate was like, actually the MCU is like one of the most well-written franchises you can see anywhere. And just like comparing it to movies and the shit they've set up through good writing. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like story and plot devices for sure. Exactly. I, I, I honestly, I mean like, I wouldn't say like, it doesn't get enough credit for what it's done, even though it's not like the best in the world. It's, yeah, it. I mean, it the, is a testament to good blockbuster filmmaking. Like, I wouldn't look to any MCU movie for great dialogue. Like, uh, you know the Winter I mean? Soldier, sir. I would say, <laughs> I would say that, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, well, it's like it's like all dialogue related to uh, furthering the MCU. Exactly. 
and that that it w works great within the context yeah. of the MCU. But like, you can't like pull something out of there and be like, "This is fucking profound," or like, "This is something oh, I can apply." That's to not what I'm else. saying. And like, and but that's that's the difference. Like, exactly. I think most blockbuster movies, you can't walk away from and say like, "Wow, what?" Like, I got this like, yeah. this quote that I can like think about, you know? Like, yeah. Like, or there's not like the themes are not very provocative, excluding yeah. like Black Panther, but like. Well, yeah, or the things yeah. that it brings to the things it makes you think about are not very provocative. But, it's like I left Jojo Rabbit thinking about extremism and well, poking fun at that, but I never would expect to leave a Marvel film. I didn't leave yeah. Black Widow being like the subjugation of women. Yeah, exa exactly. It's like it's like they 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 do a, for being huge like a huge for being the biggest blockbuster franchise on the planet uh, and of all time. Yeah, uh, and of all time. <laughs> More importantly, uh, Avatar and got shit. They they do a really, really good job of addressing uh, current themes within the context of like their storylines. I think. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's like I don't know. It's it, as much as I love the love the MC the MCU. It's it, it's just pure entertainment for me. Exactly. Just, I'm not like I'm not. I really don't expect like. I'm I'm surprised when I walk away from an MCU movie and I'm like, wow, the f like the the cinematography was fucking awesome, and it, it happens in almost every, it, not almost every, you know, a but recent it happens in a lot of them. You know, really you know, cool. a recent example of walking away from an MCU property and being pretty blown away. What? Fucking Loki, man. Oh yeah. We gotta talk about this. Oh yeah. Well, this... And, that, and that's that's exactly what I mean though, where it's like, you know, Loki's a fucking great example of, they they do a fantastic job of character building exactly within their, like within their universe and dude like we you know the last episode we did talk about uh, you gave you gave kind of like a, a spoiler free rundown of the last episode yeah uh, i hadn't watched it at that time but talk yeah. about talk about an episode that's held up by good writing that would oh. be some boring shit if that, the performances yeah. weren't on point mm -hmm. and the writing wasn't yeah. working definitely definitely like and and that's that's Again, one of the things I love is that like they they bring people in that really want to understand these exactly. characters and flush them out more and yeah. stuff like that, and and you see that so well, it's so much yeah. in this series, in the Loki series overall. Yeah, and you get introduced to these huge themes at the end that blow your fucking dick off, and then they're like, and then you're like, what? Have I been thinking about this entire series? Like, so, like, <laughs> couple things, few things. Spoilers, if you, in case you haven't. Seen Deep it. spoilers now. He who remains. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. So, what an incredible setup, and it's it's a Mortis, right? I mean, I, I don't think they're ever gonna call him a Mortis, but yeah, I, because say, it's an insane I, name. It's it's definitely like the. I think that's the character that they're going for. Yeah. You know, it's he's referenced. He who remains is referenced as the most powerful version of themselves yeah uh it's you know i mean think of, if you think about it it's the version of this being who throughout all the multiverses just had the technology uh to basically stop and loop time yeah and like keep this whole like fucking universe just like, in line in, in line that's insane it's like, a crazy thing to think of like the, the fucking power the power <laughs> it's like he's literally created a plot so no other version of himself can ever exist dude it's, it's a yeah. it's a crazy concept yeah and what one it's way more fun than than like the descriptions of kang make it look in like the comics oh yeah yeah because of how because of how ominous it is definitely well 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 and what's cool what what's so great about what they did uh, with introducing uh, Jonathan Majors in this was that, like, you know, you know he's been cast as King yeah. the Conqueror. Which, right? yeah. Like, you know he has. So that's, dude, my, that's who my jaw playing. hit the floor when the fucking elevator opened up and it was him. Oh, dude, because I, I kept and, reading that he was, he was like, he did a really good job of sort of like being like, I don't know. Like, he I wasn't, don't know if I'm he, gonna pop he it. wasn't lying though. Yeah, well, yeah, because exactly. he didn't, he, he said Kang is not in the show. Exactly. And I was like, oh my God, he was like walking around the truth. <laughs> Yo, dude, it's so good. I was like, because let's be real, it's like the MCU excluding Thanos has been a lot of one off villains. Yeah, unfortunately, and but yeah, un yeah. Unfortunately, so I almost, I was like, fuck, Kang and Ant-Man, that's so cool, but it's Ant-Man. They're going to kill him at the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, you, you, you don't want that to be a one-off. Exactly. And I was worried they were going to do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, while Kang makes total sense to be the bad guy at the end of the TVA, I didn't expect it at all. So, the and I love the fucking witty dialogue as well. 
they know how into it people are they know that people would lose their shit when it was kang mm -hmm. like he's in the elevator eating the apple and he's like not what i expected or not what you expected am i exactly and they just knew they were eat you were eating right out of their hand at that oh, point fuck man i was <laughs> i'm pretty sure i was like hands on my head like oh, kate's yeah. sitting next to me like what the fuck who's this guy i was fucking blown away as soon as those doors opened uh yeah it's oh god dude like the ending of that show was just so good it's like you know and you're what's what's great about this this finale is that basically you're right alongside loki yeah like, you're taking I, everything as they are yeah and 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 his reaction to learning all of this information is very similar to your reaction as a viewer where you're yeah. just like holy shit yeah like this just got so much bigger and this is like all of a sudden like the thing that you thought was was like the huge issue you know like the tva and yeah. all this stuff just becomes so irrelevant yeah in a way. Fuck, <laughs> like, dude it's like the dude orchestrated the entire infinity saga yeah exactly like exactly like you think about that kind of <laughs> shit dude it's like it's like so he like this was that was just like a plot line in yeah. his in his screenplay of like time here, i know, you know? It fuck, it's fucking crazy <laughs> what the you know fuck? i think just in watching through that and this is something me and kate talked about quite a bit in terms of the writing and how you were inclined to believe either character's conflict i mean like who's right loki or sylvie or are they both right in like loki genuinely thinking it through and not wanting to take power yeah because they would potentially create a worse version of kang yeah or sylvie and ending up killing him well, and kind of, kind of reinstituting free will in a way. You know? Yeah, and in a way. It, yeah, hope, <laughs> ideally. And then, <laughs> exactly. But then at the end of the show. Oh my god. Which dude. oh my jaw hit the fucking floor. I was so fucking. I was so, so like I was weirdly upset. There, there's like, two things. Yeah. There's two things. So if the TVA is theoretically isolated from time, mm -hmm. then in in reality, Kang could have just. In the time it took Loki and Sylvie to immediately kill Kang, mm. all the events that had to take place for a new Kang already happened. happened yeah. So it's either the same TVA that's been wiped away and reset by some new Kang, or Loki accidentally got thrown into another timeline and it's another TVA. Well, and that's what I was wondering. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, did he just end up somehow in a in like a completely alternate timeline? Yeah. Uh, which I think I, I'm wondering if that's what it is. Yeah. Um, it, dude, it was that was just that was just fucking like what an intense note to leave on you where you just like and there's not even a fucking post credits. No, exactly, <laughs> dude. Like that's what you get. That's all you get. But what but what got me so hard was that like, you know, it's this this really emotional sequence where Loki gets kicked back through the time. Portal. Oh yeah. Sylv, there's this drawn out sequence of Sylvie, you know deciding to you know or acting upon her her vengeance you know we'll say i'll see you soon and then that oh my god dude, the creepiness of that just like hit like just you know he who remains just that guy i'll see you soon and just fucking dying and then you're just like and then he just had no he had no uh like thoughts about that you th I, I really he was laughing he, he was just sort of like all right like this this is the cycle i love like, when loki and sylvia are fighting every once in a while it cuts back to he remains and he's like giddy yeah yeah he's just <laughs> it's like it's the first thing that he doesn't know what's gonna happen exactly and that's what that's how majors played us so well it was was I'm, that like he just he kind of kept this like excitement about his character if i'm if like immortus is this eccentric or he remains is like this eccentric sort of like giddy excited about everything sort of version of the character mm -hmm. i'm so excited to see like a totally different take on like a kang or a ramatuts you know oh for sure like it's i think they could do so many cool things with like having these characters really act different and distinguish themselves beyond the actor yeah, because i would definitely. be i would i want to see like a totally different character well i'm i'm hoping that what we see from this is that majors is you know he's he's obviously he's got i'm hoping that he's the next thanos character oh 100 well, I mean, he's bigger than like you know power level wise but but you know where it's like in in this we see him as you know he remains in ant-man we see him as king the conqueror yeah in uh you know another property i there's rumors that ramata there's there's rumors that in another property his character is going to bump into apocalypse 
Fuck. Which could be a way to introduce mutants into the yeah. MCU if they're not going to do that in Internals. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know fuck. Which That's they, crazy. Which they very well fucking could. They very well could. Uh, but, you know, and then like you could do you could do a number of different versions. Of exactly. And, and I think that'd be a, that'd be a really great way of one not wasting that character and also not wasting that fucking yeah. actor. So because he's a really really he was good incredible actor, man and like I mean did, I, I, did you I need to watch I need to watch uh, the oh, the uh, yeah yeah um, uh, oh my god now I'm blanking on it I know I just Lovecraft <sighs> Lovecraft uh, Lovecraft Country yeah it, it was I need to watch fucking it. incredible so like, anyway but yeah I think uh, yeah man it's fucking crazy to think about the implications yeah so, um but 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 the whole sequence though like, uh, I I I kind of lost my train of thought there the whole sequence of like. You know, after Loki gets kicked out, kicked back through the door, yeah. he remains, dies, and then there's this, like, slow, kind of, like, sad moment with Loki, and it kind of builds and builds, and then, and then next thing you know, like, you think he's just gonna, like, maybe break down and start crying yeah. or something, it might be, like, a really emotional Decides scene. to take action. And then he just, like, fucking takes action and runs out, and he's like, he's like, alright, I'm gonna be the fucking good guy for once, like, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, go talk to Mobius and be like, yo, dude, there's some shit going on, and, like... He gets there, and then like they don't. You immediately fucking, get swatted. Yeah, you get smacked in the fucking face. Like there's, there's, you know, so, different statues up, and they don't even fucking recognize him. So and that hurt, somebody pointed that out hurt Mobius has a different haircut, and his for the first time his tie is put up as oh, well. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like you know, in rewatching it and whatnot, it definitely like is a different world or whatever so, they're in. But but I think nothing distinguishes that more than the ending theme which in the score is titled he who remains mm -hmm. where it sounds like somebody mixed the tva theme with like a with like a dictatorial march oh it's like there's this like operatic yeah. and like brass but then with like that sort of poppy synth underneath yeah i'll play it for you after we finish because it's fucking crazy and just contrasting it it gives a different vibe and it definitely sells that it's like this is different something is terribly wrong yeah Damn, dude. I'm, I'm just, I'm so intrigued to see what they're going to be doing with that season two. I'm intrigued as well. You know what and I mean? building from that, uh, Loki and Haley Atwell's Captain Peggy Carter mm -hmm. are um, reportedly going to be in Doctor Strange. I heard that. I heard, I heard uh, Captain Carter might be making a, a debut. A live action debut. In, as like, you know, some sort of like, in, in, you know, opening part of uh, the new Doctor Strange movie. Fucking crazy Which to would me. be so fucking awesome. Like, you know, Doctor, I don't know closing off a timeline or something like that yeah. like, and you just see like Peggy Carter like flipping a car over or something yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be fucking dope awesome that'd be so it doesn't have to be much yeah but I mean yeah there's so like oh my god dude all of a sudden the MCU again we find ourselves like the, the, you know watching it expand in these wild ways should we watch a few trailers on that note yeah dude, let's check out the newest Shang-Chi uh, trailer it's it's it, it, it doesn't I would say uh it's it, this movie is definitely going to be a really fun street level movie. Yeah, you're going to see some magical elements to it, as well as like, you know, just some really fucking cool martial arts. But I don't know if it's going to necessarily have much to do with this overall, uh, like multiversal issue. You, you know, know what I mean? Here's my thing. Give me a movie dealing with the wider scope, and then give me a Earth themed oh, film. Yeah. Well, that, and that, that's been the that's been the really healthy balance that the Marvel shows have struck so yeah. far, with WandaVision being huge, exactly. huge and being you know Cap, uh, Captain America. I keep, I, I keep calling Falcon Captain America. Okay. Well, he's Sue Captain me. America. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he is Captain America. Yeah, but Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, was that really great yep. ground level. Black Widow, we got a ground level movie. Yep. Loki. Loki, we had another big series. Yep. You know? And and yeah, they're they're really doing it smart. I think they're I think really so, hitting yeah. that stride. You know, um, and they're introducing, just they're introducing a, another like ground, like you know, street level villain, basically. Yeah. You know, in but, the form of Valentina. Exactly, and so so that's kind of interesting in itself. Did we doing... talk about Black Widow? We did. We okay, did a yeah, little yeah. bit. We just didn't get too hard into it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's they're they're definitely doing some interesting, making some interesting moves as Thunderbolts. always. Thunderbolts. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer. We are two. starting it now. Dude, I'm so fucking down for this. Hey, I only see five rings there. Five on each arm, man. <laughs> Are those adamantium? Someday, Simu Liu will play a character with a healthy relationship to his father. Dude, that'd be so nice. 
just forever has bad relationships with his screen daddies. Yeah. <laughs> and someday Aquafina will not be the comic relief in a film other than uh, other than uh, what is it? Not The Departed. Oh, what was she in? You know what I mean. Either way, I mean. See, look at this action, dude. Like, looks good. Look, this fucking, like, some of these sequences are going to be so cool. See, this looks like it's a Madripoor or some shit. You know I know. I mean? Like, there's all these neon lights. Another beginning takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Careful how you speak to me, boy. Love the editing. See, look at this. She's fucking airbending. <laughs> it's some crouching tiger, hidden dragon shit. For real, though. Oh yeah, I wasn't. I was gonna say side note. Aquafina is pretty fucking awesome. She's great. But she 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 has kind of gotten. She she's typecast. One hundred percent. Unfortunately, my fucking um, Victor Drago here. Dude, did you see that giant lion? Yeah. Oh, dude, is that Fing Fang Foom? It is. Love this fucking beam struggle with the rings, dude. So, See, that's okay. how you make Shang-Chi a fucking player on the power spectrum. Well, exactly, dude. If you look at that, like this... Wong getting his ass handed to him by abomination. God damn. Fuck. Yeah, so this... I mean, this this trailer does bring you, like, a little a little more elevation. It's not just street. It's yeah. It's gonna be... A, it's, it's not, you know, like... When I think of, like, the street levels, I, I think of, like, you know, Captain America... Two where it's you know it's just guns and and, and uh, fight choreography you know yeah. like stuff like that. There's definitely like an element to the to to the Shang Chi here. Where it's going to be like I don't know like I guess magic maybe magic based. Uh, yeah, powers. I think it's like it's like I, the Iron Fist street level yeah, type shit. You yeah, know exactly. It's like it's like you know there's, there's a there's a slightly mystical fucking element to it. But like not enough to make these characters like Doctor Strange tier. Exactly. But they're yeah. they're still interacting with the known world mm-hmm. to a point. Yeah, and and, and dude, and uh, honestly, what I'm one of the things I'm just really looking forward to out of that movie is how they're gonna further that character yeah. in the MCU. Yeah. You know what I, I think, mean? I think it also they sort of joke about it in Black Widow where it's like we're the the strong ones. Oh yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, the the. The god from space doesn't have to take an ibuprofen after a fight. It's like, like exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's like which is a great line, but I do think having characters that are a little bit lower on the power spectrum spectrum makes it engaging in a different way. Oh, definitely, like, definitely. Let's be real. Unless if Thor's facing down a bunch of goons, there's no fucking threat to him. Yeah. If if Black Widow came out before Endgame, and there was that scene where she's getting her ass handed to her by the other Black Widows people would feel it a there lot would more. be stakes yeah. it's like, <laughs> like like or as spider-man being trapped under the rubble after vulture collapses a building on him like fair enough yeah it's like spider-man yeah he's he has a level of super strength but he's not captain america oh i mean he's hella stronger than he's, captain america is he oh dude spider-man's way strong spider-man's like yeah spider like mcu wise yeah, I mean, MCU really? wise, he's definitely stronger than Captain America, man. Oh, or at least, or at least he. It just, I don't think they've showcased it well enough yet. But I mean, there's no yeah. way you can embrace Spider-Man without embracing his like full power potential, and like that's really. Yeah, yeah, totally, dude. And that's the cool thing about the character is that like it's like Peter Parker. I, I just can't he's, stop. I just can't stop thinking of that scene with Ned and Spider-Man: Homecoming, where it's like, can you summon an army of spiders? <laughs> well, exactly. and, but that's the great thing that they've been doing with them is that like they've they've made Spider-Man exactly what he was in the comics, where it's yeah. like this disarming teenager, where you're not necessarily focusing yeah, I guess on you're his right. fucking spider powers, but like you're sp- you're focusing on Peter Parker and like the shit he's going through and like, yeah, all this. I guess. Stuff, which and is, that's the most engaging part of that character. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Like they, they you know, they they do showcase his fucking powers pretty accurately i just think they like you know he he, i mean just i he is hella strong yeah that's so that dude has has held up like skyscraper buildings on the note of uh (laughs) on the note of spoderman spoderman thwap 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 spoderman uh which is what we might as well call this expanded sony universe oh oh this this is the spoderman universe sony byproducts of spider-man universe yeah (laughs) so venom let the let there be carnage came out this morning uh, with the new trailer uh shall we watch it sir did you watch it i i've got to be honest you know like this i'm just 
you know, I, I'm gonna watch this movie, but did I just, you watch this trailer though? I, I, I did. I think I did. Okay, actually, let's watch but, it. Let's get it on. We're playing now. I'll tell you this much: it's a lot better than the first. I'm so torn. How I feel about this. Who the fuck is this? I don't know, but I guarantee you they're going to use that character to defeat Carnage in the end. Yeah, it's... Because it's somebody who has, like, a sonic scream. <laughs> what the fuck? Again, they're going for some humor. They're going for some humor in this, which is going to be, hopefully, hit, not miss, but... Yeah. The thing about this movie is that it's really relying on you to care about... Tom Hardy Venom. You know I like I mean? Tom Hardy, but I don't care about this character. Yeah, I like Tom Hardy. I like Venom. I just, I'm not sold on this whole universe. You know what I mean? I have tasted blood before, and that is not it. Is he going to, is that how he gets the symbiote? I guarantee you that's how he gets the symbiote. That is stupid. Terrifying. That's actually. Yeah. The, the, the sequence of him first turning into Carnage looks like it's going to be pretty fucking rough. You know I actually I mean? like the Carnage design quite a bit. This is the first time that they've actually, yeah. I mean, I mean he looks fucking gnarly. Yeah, he looks like this gross. Sequence, this sequence. <laughs> Dude, just murdering somebody with your tongue. Way to be Carnage. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I get the vibe that, you know, we're going to get some really cool action sequences. Yeah. I think the predictable ending is going to be like this. That, this is cool. I mean, look at that, dude! Like, like Venom looks. Venom looks fairly cool. Like, way it's it's. Oh, that is a red one. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. He guarantee. He promises Venom that he can eat everybody he wants in order to fight him. See, look at that. What the fuck? I almost guarantee you they're going to use that Sonic scream. Scene. So here's the thing I have a problem with with this movie. You know, I actually like it that's, does, Oh fuck, we need to watch this. Yeah, cuz the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer is something I really I I'm really I'm I'm Did you watch the trailer? I've seen the first one. Uh, right, this is a really good trailer. Um but, we'll talk we'll still talk briefly about yeah. Venom. But, but Venom, you know, it's like, the thing about this is that, you know, everybody's been wanting, uh, you know, before the Venom movie came out, everyone wanted a proper Venom experience. Absolutely. And you kind of got it. Yeah. With that Tom Hardy movie. Yeah. You didn't even fully get it. No. And now that they're expanding into the Carnage thing, which is the only logical place to go with Venom if you don't have the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. Is, is, is that you're... Uh, I'm just hoping it's not a waste of a character. I'm hoping yeah. that, you know, at the end of this, Carnage isn't just like somehow completely destroyed. Dude, you know? it's and, the it's the Spoderman universe. They're gonna kill him. And well, exactly, dude. Like they're gonna kill him, and then he'll end up. You know, a little sample of it will end up in Ravencroft or something like that. Something Woody like Harrelson that. will never make another appearance again. And 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 that's just that's what you know. That kind of stuff sucks because it's just like, you know, like you might as well write those movies or these characters or these stories with longevity in mind i mean come on like, woody harrelson's a great casting for for carnage as well he is he looks kind of weird i got uh, they took off the wig but yeah mm -hmm. they took off the wig they got the feedback there i guess like i guess like, <laughs> took, they got those notes but but at the same time you know it's like i just don't want I, yeah I, I don't want the character to get just wasted on a one-off yeah because even though it's sony it's still carnage <laughs> here's my question is this technically part of the mcu now I don't think so. It's going to have to be called the MCMU. I've heard so many rumors that, you know, Feige's alluded to the fact that there's, like, you know, they are building some of this Sony universe with crossover in mind. Yeah. Uh, which I, is exciting, kind of. But at the same time, it's like, you guys haven't even built something worth crossing over to I know. yet. Here's <laughs> like, my, I, think, I think when he says that type of stuff, it's the same way that he said, like, he really likes the casting choices they made for the Netflix shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, it's like, he's not lying. He's not lying. I mean, like, Charlie Cox is incredible yeah, as yeah. as Matt Murdock. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if they do a direct sequel to Daredevil's 
But if they bring Charlie Cox back and make a new story around that character, mm -hmm. I'm down. For sure. Because he portrayed it so well. And if For they make sure. it abundantly clear that that's not a sequel, but we really like the casting and we thought he did a great job with the character, mm. we're not going to try and retread ground. We're going to try and make something new. I think that's that's an admirable move. And that's something that they could potentially do with these and, types of characters. In the same yeah. way that there's been word that uh, Jamie Foxx is playing Electro. Yeah. And, like, they fucked Electro hard. Really with, bad. <laughs> and it was like, but Jamie Foxx is a great actor. And I think that he could do it justice if they do it well. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just, you know, you gotta give them, you gotta give an actor like that a chance to like breathe some life into a fucking character rather than just be like, all right, you're gonna be CGI blue the entire time and <laughs> yeah. just hold your hands out and pretend to zap electricity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what a terrible but, character. And then the dubstep final battle. Ugh. Dude, and that's the thing though. Those Amazing Spider-Man movies had such potential. Like the they had look, great the look, ideas. The look of them, like, was was pretty on. They had like the hey, way the, the Amazing Spider-Man Two has the best Spider-Man suit put to film so far. For sure, and and both those movies have some of the best web-slinging moments. Fuck yeah! You know, like it's 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 they they, they definitely could learn some things from those movies. But, yeah, you know, just uh, needs to be cleaned up. Yeah, I, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. So but, you know, speaking kind of like legacy, sort of like briefly before we get into Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. You said before we recorded that there was you saw a list of ten projects potentially in development at Marvel. Oh yeah. Do you remember any of them that stuck out to you? I, I don't honestly. I, really? I, was, I was trying to. I was gonna try and remember to look it up. I think some of them were like some Marvel-like projects, but I think a lot of them were also uh, sort of just. I mean, they could yeah. have just been rumors, like you know, like like this. I think there was like a. Uh, it was just a couple of random Marvel characters that maybe were in they show development, well. but it was kind of just like surprising because. Every time you hear like an announcement like that, I feel like they follow it up with like a listing of potential things. Yeah. And then it's I really think it's a marketing thing. I think it's just yeah. like I think it's just like we're gonna throw ideas out there into the see public what people and like, like onto the Instagrams yeah. and like onto the social medias and we're gonna see like what catches the most like trending, yeah. you know, like stuff. So and maybe roll with that. But I guess in that case we can just ref it's important to know all the shit that's coming from them. Oh, there's there's several things to look forward to. Hawkeye just got announced for so, later this year. Yeah, Hawkeye is November twenty fourth. Yeah. Miss Marvel is slated for the end of the year. Yeah. They're um, just about to. I think they're getting close to finishing wrapping filming on She Hulk. Yeah. Already. She Hulk's in in development. Um, we have What If in about a week. Yeah. Um, we will we'll talk about the Suicide Squad after we watch the Ghostbusters trailer. Um, we will. That's not Marvel, but that's coming out in like a week as well. Yeah. Um, then we have before the end of the year, Shang-Chi, yeah, Spider-Man, which apparently they, it was said that Spider-Man is going to get a trailer after the second Let There Be Carnage trailer, which that was what just oh, came out. Well, hey. So we will see what happens with that. I saw this uh, great, this great thing online that was just like, it was like the Spider-Man trailer is going to get released with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one that was like, guys, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home trailer is going to come out when, uh, as the post-cred scene for Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> So it, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the yeah. singer at the end of like uh, Shang Chi or something. Yeah, because that gives you like three and a half months before the movie comes out. Yeah, I could see that because it's gonna be a Christmas movie. For, so for sure that yeah, well, cause, and then that makes sense too. Like yeah, you know that's definitely a movie you can bring like your family. And your what is it? To, it's fucking sport around. We're doing. Uh, we've got <laughs> Shang Chi. And then in November, Eternals, and then yeah. December, Spider Man, and then in February, Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's 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 like a fucking a, crazy it's release a pretty schedule. Pretty fucking big lineup. And then on top of that, you have things like Moon Knight that's like in in, in progress right now. Yeah, yeah. That'll come out. Armor next, Wars. Next year. Armor Wars. I um, comes Armor out next Wars. Year. Guess who's coming back? No. Uh, so we were right. Sharon Carter's gonna be in it. Yeah, yeah. And fucking Justin Hammer, man. Oh, they're they got back Sam Hammer? Rockwell. Good on him, dude. Sam Rockwell's such a fucking gem of an actor. It that, like, just didn't get the get a good role in Iron Man too. He was like, he was just like, he was a fucking thorn in in the side. He was, he was just his character in there was was actually pretty entertaining. Entertaining. One so of the funniest scenes. One of the funniest scenes in the MCU is him like going through all the weapons and stuff for oh, Rhodey. Yeah, yeah. Like I call this one the ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's cool. I didn't know that they were bringing him back though. That's that, that's exciting. Sick. Yeah, I, I'm 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 genuinely getting curious about this Hawkeye uh, series also. Dude, if it was just Clint Barton, I, I like Jeremy Renner, I'd be like, 
eh. But yeah. you get a great actress like Haley Seinfeld playing a cool character like yeah. Kate Bishop, and well, I'm down. Well, and supposedly, like, the setup for it is that, like, she is a huge Hawkeye, like, fan. Dude. And so she's been, like, practicing. And, like, they got, to, like, they can totally make a joke about her being, like, the only one. <laughs> if, if the setup is, like, I'm a Hawkeye fan girl, and it's, like, none of my friends really like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of my friends like Professor Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be cool, man. That'll be cool. That'll be cool to see. MCU's got so much stuff. Ca- so much stuff, out, though. So much stuff. Keep keep on it. Let's watch this Ghostbusters trailer. Yeah. So I caught the first one when it first came out. And this came out about a week ago. Excited about it. I'm glad that they finally dropped a second one because people were starting to wonder if they were like where the movie was at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Let's it, do it. Let's do I, it. This trailer's a fucking banger, man. It's got that Finn Wolf kid from from the the. The weird things or whatever. <laughs> stranger occurrences. Stranger occurrences. It's the podcast about Stranger Things. <laughs> this would be our spinoff. That girl looks like a nerd. She looks like a. Well, she's the granddaughter in the movie of the, the Ghostbuster that died, the nerdy one. Yeah, Vankman. Yeah, Vankman. She's she's Vankman Jr. Man. A little Vank. A little Stankabank. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the secretary from the first movie. Yep. You're saying you're up to well, I say yeah, but the hard thing that this movie's gonna like have, the hard time that this movie's gonna have is like getting people to really invest in the legacy characters. Yeah. Like people like me are gonna really, really dig it because nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. if it's a well-made movie, and and you know that that's the thing though. It's like it's a Paul good Rudd. move to have Paul Rudd in here. It's a good move to have the kid from Stranger Things. It's yeah. a good move to like try to young talent sort of make this a modern yeah. looking fucking movie. Yeah, and you know because there's potential with Ghostbusters. Absolutely, man. there's so much potential there. I love it. The old ads. Yeah, dude. Oh, Mini Puff. Tell me Zool's coming back. You guys hear that? Something's coming. Is that fucking Zool? So Dana. Just. Oh shit. The dog! Dude, this is. <laughs> the fucking RC ghost what trap! What the hell, man? It makes total sense, though! No, it's so badass. Yeah, in the just wait. No way. Oh my god, that's fucking Dan Aykroyd, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh my fucking god. That and is... you know who's also due to be in it? No, who? Bill Murray. <gasps> oh. Yeah, dude. If I could shit my pants right now, I would because that was <laughs> that's so fucking cool. Bill Murray is my fa- like one like my, one of my all time favorite actors, and and just the fact that they were able to get both of both of those characters like you know who man, the director be, is, Jason Reitman. That, yeah, yeah, he uh, must. Be, I think he's probably like what the son. He's of, the son of Ivan. Yeah. So um, here's my thing with this. God, that looks, that looks it like looks fun. it looks great, yeah. and it looks charming. I know Finn Wolfhard can act as well, so I have faith in him being a likable side protagonist as well as the other girl. Apparently, that other girl's been in a ton of shit as well. I just hope it's not going to fully rest on Rudd's shoulders. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I think it's good to have Paul Rudd as just like a likable presence. For sure. And they're definitely they're definitely sort of playing off of the success of like Stranger Things and like it with the casting choices and the choice to make it about like younger kids. Totally, it sort of totally. it acts as a good surrogate for people that were in their childhood experiencing Ghostbusters, seeing literally kids learn about Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, and, and exactly, and and you know, it's just I don't know. It's it's a it's there's no way to to do a movie about the original Ghostbusters with like 
you know, by, by redoing it or yeah. like rebringing those characters back or making those yeah, characters no reason. younger or yeah. whatever. There's no reason for it because nobody was like super, super invested in those characters. There's not, it's not fucking Steve Rogers and, yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, Iron Man over here. It's like, it's a widely beloved franchise, definitely. but never had like a crazy longevity. You know? Yeah. Like, like it, this, this movie could maybe help you get into the universe. Yeah. You know you what know, I mean? But you're not going to be digging into, like, specific characters. Yeah. And, and you're not going to be really... That's not what you're looking for out of a you Ghostbusters know, movie. It, you know what this reminds me of? What? The Force Awakens. Oh. Fair because... Enough, fair enough. So, it, like, The Force Awakens is not a bad movie. No. It was not... It promises the, so much. It promises so much. <laughs> and it's not that movie's fault that the... That specifically The Rise of Skywalker stumbled. Yeah. Um... But The Force Awakens is a love letter to Star Wars. Definitely. It may be unoriginal. It may have some... Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's it's a new hope. Let's be real. Yeah, pretty much. Like, but, and, but, but, with, but with, like, a different cast of characters that makes that old story somewhat new. Yeah, it brings and it back to relevancy. Exactly. You know I, mean? I feel like this could go that same route. For sure. And it, I hope, I hope it does. Here's my thing. I hope that they don't promise too much with it. Because yeah. if they try and do, if they try and take themselves too seriously, because let's be real, Ghostbusters is also a, a comedy. Well, like, that, yeah, that it, was, was going to be a point. And I did see some criticism with the first trailer that it looked like it was taking itself a bit too seriously. This mm -hmm. one looks like it's going to be a bit more fun with like the Stay Puft marshmallows. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And like, like making themselves into s'mores and shit. Yeah. Like it looks like it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I just hope that they don't promise like some trilogy or some overarching thing. Yeah, yeah. That that, that... write a love letter to a to a generation defining franchise yeah. that can act as like excellent nostalgia for people that grew up with it, but can also be enjoyable and introduce the franchise to people who are younger. Yeah. But don't be like Ghostbusters uh postmortem is next. Like that well, type of shit. You exactly. Know? Like I I don't necessarily need a post credit scene from this. I don't no. need a I don't need them to end the movie on a potential build up for a sequel. No. Like like if give it's us successful. a complete story and if it's successful and it, and it hits, no. then try and continue and make another no. one. But like, you know, this isn't a franchise that you need to you need to seek longevity out. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that, some and, of the charm of Ghostbusters is that it ended. <laughs> for sure. It knew it 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 knew it's it it knew when to when to exit you exactly know? and uh, the the thing is you brought up the comedy aspect of it and that that's exactly it this movie is a comedy movie and the, yeah. the franchise was a com well at least I, I mean I hope this movie is a comedy and it does have at least lighthearted you know the original stuff was like was comedy you know and it's that's the kind of thing where it's sort of like you know you you want that to be the hit. No, you know, you don't want, you don't want it to, it looks like it has some spooky vibes, maybe, yeah. uh, but you don't want that to be the thing that you no. take away. You don't want to be like, God, that was a really scary Ghostbusters movie. No. <laughs> but then you <laughs> see this shit at the end and it's a car chasing a ghost with an RC yeah. like ghost trap. Exactly. And that looks like a good time. Exactly. And, and so that's what I mean, where it's like, this legitimately seems like it's capturing the spirit of some of those original uh, movies and that kind of like the the vibe that they tried to put out. Yeah, exactly. So I'm fucking looking forward to seeing this one. Yeah. I'll probably want to. I'll probably honestly go see that in theaters. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I would. It looks like a good time. It does, man. It does. So uh, I think that's long enough. We're gonna watch Suicide Squad probably oh, yeah. next week and then talk about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. It might. Yeah. Exactly. I, we've talked about the trailers. It looks awesome. People are you know it's getting, hailing James Gunn as. Finally making a fucking good DC movie. The best DC movie in five years. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, Since Wonder Woman. Yeah, pretty No, pretty much. I mean, that's legitimately... That's not an exaggeration. Last, the last good movie they had was fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. Box office-wise, I mean, both Shazam and Aquaman killed, but... Shazam, Shazam is a better movie than Aquaman. For sure. But for I, sure. I don't... It doesn't reach the heights of... It's a fine movie when I could argue that Wonder Woman is a great movie. Definitely, and and that yeah, and so except for the last know, act, we'll have to we'll have to just watch it. I mean, the trailers all look really great. We all know the Starro's involved. You know? Fuck yes, <laughs> fuck yes. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot of good stuff on the horizon. Yeah, I, man. I, I I think it's promising. Absolutely. We uh, will we will be recording again soon. I know we took a few week hiatus again just because I got a new job. 
Hey, life happens. So man. yeah, you know, we will uh we'll be around. Old Heart Radio Matinee Edition. Whoa, 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 whoa. welcome back. Go to Instagram and Twitter. Tw- tw- Twitter. That's right. Old Heart Radio on Twitter. Old Heart and Spit. No. Old Heart, yeah. Old Heart Radio on Instagram. Old Heart Radio on Twitter. <laughs> Subscribe to the goddamn YouTube if you dare. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I'm not making promises, but so many people have been on me about making videos lately. Dude, we like, have. We have. I just need to bring my camera down. You have your camera. We, there's a bag. This has an HD camera in there. Yeah, dude. I can do 1080p recording you know, on my tiny thing. I'll bring it. We we can. I can set up a rig and we can just do a video podcast. Yeah, so we can easily. Yeah, this guy is even has all a I'm, fucking ring all light. All I'm saying is, maybe sometime soon you'll start seeing our faces on the YouTube. Maybe. All right, you guys go out there and keep it breezy. Keep it real. <laughs> <laughs>